Everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island All Stars, All Stars, really. Uh, <laughs> UK season one, episodes twenty-one through to twenty-six. Now, Chris, it has been a bit of a struggle. I know we'd love to do the dailies. I know a lot of the people have been in contact and want us to do dailies as well. But fucking hell, I've wanted to speak to you every day this week. Where would you like to start today? Well, the pantomime baddies have well and truly come to the front of this show, Dave, because I think the worst of the lot is Georgia S. I've never seen anything like it. And the more this week went on, I'm convinced her and Toby have planned this from the get-go. This fucking connection of a nothing relationship that's absolutely fake has been just infuriating to watch. And they're both a pair of fucking bellends, Dave. <laughs> An absolute pair of fucking jockstrap bellends, them two. They're fucking... Oh, but I was so annoyed, but like you, I wanted to speak to you, Dave, and I could see like we're all chatting in the, the Facebook chat and everything. What world does Georgia S live on, Dave? I'm sorry, I've never seen anything like it before. And the start of the week when this whole thing went down with Callum, I thought Callum was the hero of the show as this week went on. I think he could do an amber here, Dave. And I know he's with Jess, but whoever he's with, I think he's got a good chance of winning this the way he's conducted himself. He's come off quite well, hasn't he? I mean, yeah. obviously, coming out of last week, you had the whole uh, thing coming to the fore. And I think I said, didn't I, about Georgia S and coming out with these cliche terms that just didn't really seem that relevant. But now, I mean, she's almost ready to, you know, pack up, go off and, and have get married and have kids and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I'm not buying it. But. Honestly, Chris, it is at that point now, and I, I am trying to keep myself in check and just think, oh, I've, I've got such a bias now. I've got such a perception of her. Just everything she says irritates you, you know, when you get into yeah. that headspace. And, but I don't think it is. I just that everything she says is just bollocks, <laughs> like everything. And I don't know. I've seen a few comments. I didn't watch the Love Island games, but apparently there was zero chemistry there. You know, they were both on that, apparently, and there, there was nothing there. So all of this fucking history that we keep hearing about, and obviously Molly took that quite to heart, didn't she? Because, you know, and, and I think there's some complicated feelings going on there because I don't think she's quite over Callum, if I'm honest. But, you know, the fact that Molly's stepped back and then Georgia S is sort of just messing about with Callum and saying, oh, I've only known him for a week, but all of this history. And, oh, Chris, you, you know, it's yeah. like nails down a chalkboard with Tobes. <laughs> <laughs> Tobes. Me and Tobes. We've got so much history, but us and Tobes, we were all, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. And that was, uh, oh, what, what was it? She's just like a fucking child, though. The, like, the arguments that she comes back with, she's like, w when people are saying to them, like, oh, why didn't you do this on the outside? Why do you have to come here? And she's like, oh, but I was in LA and he was in New York. How does that work, eh? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, oh, uh, maybe someone should invent a fucking uh, flying device. I'll get in touch with the Wright brothers, should I? You know, it, it's just <laughs> fucking bonkers. That it's like, oh, yeah, no, it couldn't have happened before. But on camera, you know, this is the time. This is the perfect situation for it. It's just like... Fuck off. I don't, I don't know if you actually believe all the bullshit that you're saying, but yeah, Chris, putting it out there straight away. George S, I think, got, oh no, I think you gave Toby Bell end of the week last week, but straight away, fucking George S, this week is Bell end of the week for me. I, I agree completely. I, and you're right, we laughed about it last week, and I think in the chat we were saying the same things. Now, obviously, if you're not in the UK, you, mo- you wouldn't get this reference, but she obviously goes to fucking B&M bargains or fucking quality save or home bargains and gets these life-affirming fucking murals on the wall, you know, <laughs> live life like it should last, you know, family forever or some fucking bullshit. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I look over my shoulder and see the past, but I'm looking to my future. I've just actually made that up as we speak. Dave. We, we came through some troubled times, through, through some troubled <laughs> yeah. waters. At the end, I mean, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but things are calm now. You know, yeah. Or, yeah. It, uh, some fucking bollocks. It is, it is, isn't it? It's just, she, she says stuff that means nothing. And what I, what I got was she was so offended when Callum went, I'm out. And she's yeah. like, well, he went, I'm fucking out here. You know, we've really, we had the video night, didn't we, which exposed her and all yeah. that stuff. And, and he's like, no. And I, you know what? Fair, and she was fucking like fuming. You could see the Homer <laughs> Simpson fist, couldn't you? Raging like, how fucking didn't like it, did she? Yeah, well, I want to be in a love triangle. Why are you doing this to me? And honestly, it pissed on the chips because she tried it once. He fucked her off. And he was a little bit um, annoyed, quite rightly. The second time, he was calm as anything. Yeah, it's fine. You do you. It's fine. I'm not bothered. I really, I'm not. I'm not into this. And I didn't like what happened with Molly because when Georgia got exposed at the, at the PDA thing, whatever it was called, and and uh, or the PDF, I don't know what it was called, but whatever it was, and she tried to say that Callum had, had cheated on Shauna with Molly on their series. Hello, it's a oh, fake God, show yeah, and yeah. a three-year fucking relationship where they were going to buy a house. They've got dogs that they still share. How dare you do that? That's that's yeah. like that is the lowest form of trying to get out of a fucking situation that you've created. And she still wouldn't apologize. And poor Molly, it was absolutely devastated. It was like, why? You know, and Callum said the same. He backed her. I, honestly, Dave, I, I thought that for me. Was the lowest point Georgia could get to, and, I just, and that, and then her and Callum, her and Toby are laughing about it, and I'm like, used to mm. are so far up your own arse, and in this deluded world of reality TV, you would literally do anything to stay in this fucking show and just keep yourself relevant. And I, I, I know we call them out, and we know that you people are using it for platforms and all that, but this. It wasn't a step too far, but this just completely... But I don't think George is going to get a lot of work off the back of this day. Honestly, she's terrible that, that night. It was really bad. I don't know. I guess evidence will, you know, will be how much work she does get. But, you know, people do it, don't they? We saw her on The Bachelor, you know, that, that's probably the OG where, you know, if you can be a good villain... You can make a career out of it that way as well. You know, people love to hate you. So, you know, I, I can't imagine it's not it's not the way I'd want to live my life. But, you know, it maybe works for someone. But but I do think she's just genuinely, like, really immature. Like, I mean, she's yeah. 25. But, I mean, someone posted in, in the group, I think, that um, showed her on coach trip. 
you know, where she was having equally juvenile type arguments and and it was just oh yeah it's just you're just never going to grow up and I, I guess part of it is you you're in this kind of reality tv bubble and i know we talked about it last week but it's it's grated on me a bit today i'd say chris still loving the show but loving to hate it <laughs> yeah, to before i go too, too far down that path but um yeah, it's just become so obvious that they're just all hanging around outside. They all know each other, even people coming in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice guy, him. You know, he's a great guy. Um, right. Come on. Part of the Love Island formula is it's like, oh, I get to know this person. Well, you all fucking know each other anyway. You're all on the same fucking circuit. You know, you're all trying to wring the neck out of this fucking uh, franchise. And so it's just so, so obvious. And I think what else makes it obvious, Chris, is when there's a uh, there's a slight hint or something's going to happen that someone's going to get voted out. And they know that more screen time equals more followers. Once you're off screen, people sort of forget about you very quickly. And the desperation for people to suddenly want to cling on to the villa... I think it's been more in this series than I've ever seen it on any other Love Island series. Yeah, I, I agree. And and I think that we talked about this in the last episode and we've talked about it off the podcast is because when you watch them the first time round, you don't know them. We know they're in there because there's a level and they've got to stay as long as they can. But because these people are basically a bunch of fucking dead legs who are at the lowest, they're literally Zed fucking listeners now. They've had that... Uh, you know, limelight sh- shone upon him on whatever series they were on. They've carried on doing it. I mean, Joe was a running joke all week that he basically goes to the open of a fucking packet of crisps. But they're all, it was sort of like a jealousy thing from everyone else. It was like, he's yeah. obviously got a good agent who he's putting in front and centre, whether he's in an OK magazine fucking picture. Whatever he is, he's obviously doing something right. And everyone was digging him out. Saying, but it's like, he's doing it right. Whatever you think about him. That's what you've got to do to stay relevant because you've not really got any fucking talent, unless you're Wes, who comes in and sings. And, and I thought that was brilliant. It's basically, Wes going, look, you're all doing what I was doing three or four years ago and I'm here now singing. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm, he's got something about it. But they, they genuinely, they've got nothing going for them other than being reality stars. And then we know it's financially viable. We know that. And, and there's these things that we can get off the back of it. But as it goes on, becoming more and more fucking desperate and I think for me they're just segueing in Chris has come across as a complete knobhead for me I've I, I enjoyed him the first time I enjoyed his reality show when he came in at the start of this I was quite looking forward to him coming in and being silly and that and I think he's 33 year old fucking bloke he's a man you know he's nearly got 10 years on some of these people and he's actually more immature than everyone else but because he wants that fame and that desperation of staying on Love Island just to be relevant. Again, completely exposed with Joanna this week. And she's not interested, but he was making it out like they were fucking, you know. Love's young posh, dream. Yeah, Love's young dream, <laughs> posh and Bex or whatever you are. Someone who's been together for years and she couldn't stand him. She wanted to crack on with yeah. so It's just like, <laughs> when she got voted off, it was like, well, go on then, mate. Oh, I can't believe it. Joe and Joanna get voted off. It's like, Oh, I can't believe it. And then he's in bed like he's about fucking six years old, moping because he had to go to bed early with his double fucking denim on. And I was like, listen, fucking Sonic, fuck off. He's got a Sonic with a hedgehog haircut. And I'm like, mate, just fuck off. Stand by your word and go with Joanna if you're that passionate about this fucking sexual chemistry, you fucking desperado. What a bell end he is, Dave. Yeah. 
<laughs> can't disagree with any of that. I think Chris has got worse, hasn't he, as this season's gone on. But, I mean, it did all start with Joanna. You know, we said Car- uh, Callum carried himself really well this week, you know, and I, I, did, I did love the way, you know, Georgia S is trying to bait him a bit and saying, oh, you're invalidating my feelings. It's like, no, no, I'm just... I, you do you and I'll do me, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm just out, you know, you feel however the fuck you want to feel. Um, and, and I think, uh, <laughs> it just sort of cut her legs off before she could get running there. But, um, yeah, so uh, Joanna, it wasn't just that she was attracted to Callum. You could tell she was slightly repulsed as, as she spent more and more time with Chris. She just wasn't into him at all. And then, um, but when when they get to when Maya Jama comes in and you basically you know it's, it's clear oh shit you know someone's going to go here oh no she's very interested in Chris then again yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah no well I was I was just talking to other people wasn't I you know and Chris is the same it's like look she's just doing what everyone's supposed to be doing in Love Island. And it's yeah. like, yeah, okay, mate, you, you know, you've got a very uh, skewed view of reality here. Maybe he'll get out and he'll rewatch it and he'll realize, yeah, that, that was never, ever happening. But he did that classic thing. And, and my favorite, or one of my favorite bits of uh, Love Island Australia is when uh, it was Matt, wasn't it, from season two. And, you know, the love of his life gets voted out and he's crying. He's like, can't believe you're going. And she's like, well, come out with me then. Oh, you're going. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris is the same. He's like, you should have voted out me. You know, why did you vote out? You should have voted out me. And he's being a real fucking mard ass with it. Act your age, Bellend. But it's like the door is literally fucking there. Right there. Just walk out of it. There's no fucking, I don't know, the only financial penalty is, again, you're on less screen time and stuff. Well, people have walked out before. You know, it didn't have to make such a fucking uh, song and dance and spit his dummy about it. No, and then you've got the two fucking caring people, Dave, Georgia and fucking Toby, fucking hugging him and all this. And I'm like, come on. And what made it worse, Dave, and this is exactly what's happened on numerous occasions in Love Island, when you know, whether it's it's the lad or the girl, and they stay on, and they're going on about what a connection they've got, I'll see on the outside. And we've seen it so many times. What happens? He gets voted off fucking straight away. He's, he's voted off, let's see, in the same episode. See you later, Chris. Don't let the fucking door hit you on the arse on the way out. You know what I mean? It's like, he just looks completely fucking stupid, Dave. Doesn't he? You know what I mean? It just His validity yeah. of being there, it's just fake. And I, just, it, I do like that because it just exposes these people even more, I think. But why did he have to be so much of a bellend to Arabella? Like, what? No, it was wrong. What, what did she do to like deserve that fucking response? You know, and it was a bit of a, you know, I don't know if the producers maybe knew it was going to wind him up because before, you know, most of the time it's like, okay, you're single now, you know, you need to crack on sort of thing. But no, no, you're automatically a couple. <laughs> So yeah, sure. the only reason they've done that is to to create some drama, I think. But um, no, I thought it was really, really shitty the way he was just being with her. And again, look, she's as fake as all of them in there. But again, they're all still human beings, aren't they? So yeah, I just thought that was shit. Yeah, and it, it was very similar to someone we absolutely loved, Dave. The old David Brent on the date when he meets that woman. Yeah. And he just, the camera goes off. 
AirPods. Hey, you know what I mean? Like it was just <laughs> on white scarf. Yeah, with this scarf, white scarf. But but it's just completely on on uh, uh, on need. It's on needy basically. He's not. He's not exactly catch of the day, is he? There's a reason that he's not with anybody at 33 years old. You know what I mean? He's got his own baggage to, to deal with. So. Yeah, he's got quite a high opinion of himself, I thought. And, and all right, all right, great. You, you know Chris actually is the one who's doing the nightclub circuit, Dave. You know yeah. he's the one. He'll be 60 years old doing the fucking silly salmon in fucking Benidorm because he'd be like, remember Chris from Love Island? Well, here he is, guys. And he starts fucking doing the silly salmon in some fucking <laughs> pool somewhere. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, <laughs> fucking Bellend. They probably have a ponytail and a big beard or something by then. But yeah, it's just, ah, oh, fucking desperate. Him and George have just, I think he's not been far off to Bellend of the week, but George takes it because she has been obnoxious at times. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Georgia, we were, of course, referring to Georgia S. Georgia H and Anton, I don't think, came out of this week particularly well. I mean, it's around midweek. They obviously went into the hideaway. You know, we usually see it. We usually take the piss out of the blokes, don't we? Because they go in with a pair of shorts, whereas the the women like dressed up to the nines or sexy lingerie and everything. Yep. Uh, Georgia H goes in like she's ready for a sleepover and a hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but then... I didn't like the way that they were interacting. I mean, I still think Georgia H is fake as fuck. There is no way. She's just not into Anton at all. No, I agree. But she's, she's saying the words about how there is chemistry now. Oh, yeah, there, there wasn't before, but there is now. Just because, again, she knows this is a – they've been in there for five weeks. or Four weeks, is it? And then, yeah. you know, there, there's one more week left. So she's not going to find anyone else. So she has to kind of couple up with someone and then, you know, we'll get out of the show. And then and then uh, six months down the line, once we've exhausted all the appearances and everything, we'll just announce a split and whatever. But I don't know. It, it, she just fucking properly threw him under the bus with all the voting and stuff, didn't they? And you could see it, it was the first time he was getting really quite wound up about it. And then, again, sort of like Georgia S., I think Georgia H does the same way. She's saying words that just and phrases that just mean nothing. And I, I don't know. It's just she she was winding me up quite a lot this week, to be honest. Yeah, and and we, listen, we've we've had a really good email which I'll read out later, which is a different perspective from Georgia's point of view. But I do think myself, I think her behaviour. She's someone who's been on TV for years. She's done all the reality shows, Dave X on the beach, everything. And the problem is, I felt that. I've always said it before, like I always feel a little bit sorry for the girls at times because they're going in there dressed like they're in the fucking front of Anne Summer's shop or Victoria's Secret. So like say the blokes there and these fucking trainers and fucking tracky bottoms sometimes and all that. So it was it was good to see that. But also I felt it was a bit of a, Anton, we're not doing anything tonight, mate. You know what I mean? Considering obviously in the villa, they're all wearing like bikinis and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. I, I didn't see it as... And the email's really good, actually. We'll read it out in a bit. But but I didn't see it as I just saw it as an Anton, you're getting fuck all, pal. And I didn't like when she said later on, Dave, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this this crystal, right? And, and when when someone's got the crystal, you're not allowed to talk. But what I mean is you're only allowed to not talk when I've got the fucking crystal. Because as soon as Anton got the crystal, she fucking talked over him completely the whole time. He sat there and had to listen to her. And then as soon as he got it, he had it in his hand and he's like waving. He's to say, hello, 
McFly, I've got the fucking Chrissy boy. Nah, I don't fucking believe it. This isn't right. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, what is the fucking point? You're as bad as George Arrest of being a hypocrite. I just thought that was brilliant, Dave, watching it. <laughs> Can I just say, I love the Jackson. Dick and Dyke from Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mary Poppins is how I live and breathe. <laughs> Jim Jimmy, Jim Jimmy, Jim Jim Jimmy. Anton, let's get some shrimps on the barbie. <laughs> Rack uh, off you bloody drongo. <laughs> that was a great cockney accent that day. How dare you? How dare you? But what did you think of that day? Because I just thought he was bollocks, mate. Yeah, oh, all the crystal stuff again. Uh, it was like. Anton sort of is at the point, I think. She's not just, you know, he's totally in the friend zone and she's faking the whole, um, you know, romantic relationship. And maybe, Chris, why, why don't we go to the email shortly, you know, rather than yeah. waiting to the end? Because it, it's very relevant, isn't it? Um, yeah. But, yeah, like you say, with the whole crystal thing and the hypocrisy of it, it's like, oh, fucking hell. Even, even just bringing out the crystal, I felt like because of that whole interaction – and I, I felt it was also from Anton's part. I, th I think the fact that he was feeling and, and visibly so irritated by it was a culmination of things that, that they're just not really progressing, you know. And I think yeah. there's an element of Anton putting it on as well, you know, trying to force things. So I don't know. I just think that um, really they should have just had the conversation and just said, look, you know, this, this isn't working, is it? Let, let's talk to other people and, and sort of see how that goes. But no, we know we're about a week away from the, the final now. So, you know, let's, let's talk this through and, you know, here's your crystal, but I'm going to carry on talking. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolute bell ends. He is. And, and I will read the email out there, but it's from our good friend, Sarah. So she said, Hi, guys. How are you? Loving the Love Island recaps. Just a short message, and obviously, legally, this always can't be played out on TV, but I think the reason Georgia isn't all sexy and lovey-dovey on camera is the entire court case. That loser, Stephen Bear, went to jail for the revenge porn, uh, a sex tape with him. All the Islanders must know this, must know about this when they talk about it. And Anton having chemistry in private, so on the outside. Give the girl a break. It's off the back of her loser ex. I feel like this makes me see that her and Anton are actually so great, but she actually needs stability and a kind man that would be patient with her. After reading this, I'm such a Georgia fan. Definitely rewriting, but with no, but the no chemistry bit. I think it was all a bit of a low blow on the other islanders' half, to be honest. Okay, love you both, Sarah. So a brief email, Dave, but I saw I can understand that seeing the way she went into to the hideaway. I just saw it differently, as in I felt mm. it was more saying to Anton, we're not going down the usual hideaway route sort of thing. Yeah. And I respect that opinion and perspective. I just I, I just don't buy it myself, you know, because I, I, I kind of – you nailed it there. She's gone in with more clothes than she's walking around – by the pool <laughs> you know that's it's not as if like you know it'd be like us well maybe not you and i but you know people in everyday life and then you know you you get into your pool gear or whatever it, it's a bit odd isn't it because you you're suddenly wearing much less than you know what you used to seeing someone just walking around the office or something but but when you especially the girls, I mean, fucking hell, we say it every season, don't we? But, you know, there, there seems to be less and less material each year. But that, so that is the bar. That That is par for me, you know, on, on what is just normal for them. 
just walking yeah. around and stuff. So that's why I just, I don't, I don't think I've seen anyone. And, you know, that fucking Stephen Bear shit was fucking horrible, right? But what are you doing on the show? You know, I, I, yeah. I don't think, I, I just can't really, I, I, I can't just, that, that isn't a free pass for any kind of behavior for me. So I, I don't know. I don't, I, I think, if Anton and Georgia Eight stay to the through to the final few days, I mean they're getting bowed out fourth or fifth, aren't they? Surely. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I think it's a good perspective. It's great to have the perspective. So thank you, Sarah. Honestly, it, it is interesting because when I read your email the other day, I was thinking, I don't hold it like that. I think I think because we're tuned to seeing somebody who has done every reality show possible, you're in this like, you know, vortex of just fucking exposing yourself. To the nation, with you know, with like your personality, everything else, it's a hard thing to to maneuver as well. And when they're doing this, obviously, I think as well, Dave, we said it before, the mental health side of things as well. Mm. The ITV must have had to do some due process on George, especially with such a high profile situation she's just gone through this last couple of years, which must have been awful for her. You can't imagine that, but she obviously must have passed that to put her on on the show as well. It's, it's yeah. I'm- I mean, you say that, but you must have seen the footage. It's like there's some stewards on a football pitch, and there's there's uh, people invading. Oh, the pitch, and check- yeah, yeah. And they they're just kind. Of, oh, oh no, the guy going in, going I know, in one, one the you. patting down I, one. I'm yeah. on about on the actual pitch, and you've got these stewards, and they're all about five yards away from each other, with their arms outstretched, and people are just running past them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and not one of the stewards is making any attempt to to like stop anyone. But yeah, there's the the patting down one as well, where he's just sort of I don't know, he's using the force or something, but he's not patting <laughs> anyone down. He's just like, yeah, yeah, it's whatever, shalom on your way. Kind on of your way. So <laughs> yeah, for me, I I do wonder sometimes about ITV's fucking mental health checks, but. Uh, uh, yeah, let's see how that goes. And, and like I say, that that whole fucking thing was horrible. But these aren't people who have come in to a to an environment, to a situation, not knowing. You know, it's oh fucking hell, I didn't think it'd be like this. And the social media attention, oh fucking hell, I didn't didn't know. It. These are all going in with their eyes completely wide open. Yeah, that's good. Hey, great perspective as well. And I do want to say though, Dave, I had a bit of an issue this week, Dave, with Tom. I don't know what it is, but don't you think he's got the most chiseled fucking face going? He almost looks like a cartoon character. I don't know if he's had his eyebrows done or something. But <laughs> Desperate I real I don't know. I just have a real issue with, with like, he's, I don't not an issue because he's a good looking lad and that, but maybe it's just jealousy. But I don't know his cheats and that. I don't know if he's had like fillers done or something, but he, he almost looks like a, a cartoon character when he's talking to Molly. I mean, I'm not buying them two together anyway. I don't believe any of that shit, but. I don't know. Every time he comes on and it's like, oh, he's a great guy, Tom. I'm not seeing it. And, and honestly, when he starts talking again, I'm like, you are dull as fucking dishwater. And I think Molly yeah. is, to be fair, as well. But yeah, <laughs> I'm not buying them two. No, I, I don't think I'm buying them either. I, I don't think he's as bad. I, I seem to remember he was a bit of a dick. I mean, I, I think he was quite divisive on, on the season because I think, you know, he's, he is a good-looking lad, isn't he? He's a tasty old dish there. And so I think the ladies had a bit of a soft spot and were excusing some of the behaviour. But I seem to remember him having a bit of shitty behaviour when he was uh, on that first season. And yeah, I just don't... At, at the points where they are in their lives, it's not just 
it's not just comparing ages on a on a fucking ruler. It's you know she's thirty. She's she is thinking about marriage. You know she's thinking about marriage and babies. As a general sweeping statement, not everyone is at that age, but as a as a generalization, she is you know approaching early thirties. She's going to be thinking about that. Tom's not. Tom's just having the time of his life, isn't he? And they're both beautiful people. So I think this this is a holiday romance. I, I would say it is, but um, I still I'm not really letting go of the fact that there's something there with Molly and Callum. I, I don't think she's the the whole blow up about you know where she was getting annoyed at Georgia S. I, I think was less about Georgia S. and still some of those latent feelings that she's got for Callum. Yeah, I, so, I don't think it's over. Yeah, I, I, it'd be a. I mean, when they both came in, we sort of thought, yeah, there's this. The script is they'll end up together and and you know try and go for the win, but I don't know. They're leaving it late, so I don't think that's going to happen. But um, yeah, I, I don't see them long term. No, no, I don't at all. But Dave, we've had another email. It's from our good friend Andy as well in Seattle. So uh, welcome back, Andy. He's like, hey, Chris and Dave, it's been a while since I've written in. I've got some thoughts. First, let's talk about Islander Chris. I'm glad he said that because when people were fucking <laughs> Uncle Chris off in the chat, even you were calling him, I was like, no, mate, he's doing it and I'm not here. Um, I like the way he's done that. He's a good-looking guy. Well, he could be talking about me, Dave. He's got a good sense of humour. And the girls are drawn to him. Not sure about the bottom bit there, the last bit. But anyway, so why doesn't any anything ever work out? I think he struggles with low self-esteem. Every time a relationship starts going well, he blows it up. He doesn't see why anyone would like him. And when they do, he no longer trusts them. Just a thought. Here's another thought. Remember how everyone said they're ready to settle down because they're older and more mature? Bullshit. That's true for one <laughs> yeah. or two of the girls and two or three guys. That's it. Everyone else just wanted to get back on the show. Completely agree, Andy. Finally, my balance of the week, Georgia Steele, of course, Casey and Josh. <laughs> I would have been happy if any of all of them went home. Hard to believe there's only one week left, Andy in Seattle. So thanks for the email, Andy. Great uh, email. Yeah, I mean, Casey's a, he's a funny one, isn't he? He kind of moves around on the outskirts of the drama quite often and very occasionally gets sucked into it. I mean, Chris, he, had a, he looked like he was having the time of his life when he was sat there with the twins on either arm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. But, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. It, he hasn't annoyed me as much as uh, as George S has. Uh, I think he's got a way to go there. But yeah, a good another good email. Um, but I don't know. What do you reckon to that theory that that it's Chris's low self esteem that's like you know holding him back from relationships? I don't think it is. I, I think I think he's emotionally immature. I think he is for his age. I just and maybe he's never had a proper relationship. Maybe that's the problem. But. I don't think the thing is, Dave, we've all got, we all have low self esteem, don't we? We all have like issues, whether it's body issues, whatever. We all have that like imposter syndrome, don't we? Whatever. Maybe it's something yeah. to do with that. But if that's what it is, I don't think it's coming across very well. So I don't want to judge him and say he's not going through that because we don't know. And obviously, we, we're sort of battle hardened to them just fucking wanting to make a load of money at the back of this. But maybe for him, it's like he hasn't got a skill or a trade or something. Maybe he's thinking, this is all I know, and I've and I need to, you know, I need to come across well or to get someone off the back of it. Maybe another reality show or something to earn some cash. 
I don't know, but it's not been the play the way he's got on this week and the last couple of weeks. He's really let himself down, considering I was thinking he was going to be one of the favourites, to be honest. Mm. I don't know. We're going to have to sort of chew on that a, a little bit more because I think probably all of them, even though you know, you're know you dealing with the top percentile, aren't you? You know, you, all of them. You know, so even the, the ugliest person on Love Island still turns heads in fucking any club they walk into or pub or whatever. So I, I, don't, I don't know if I buy it, but I can, I can believe, you know, he, he doesn't seem to have quite the narcissism that, that some of the others have. However, you know, he shows to me a real nasty streak. Like, and, and I don't think that's anything to do with self-esteem. Like the, the way he's treated Arabella, I'm sure that traces back to the fact she said, you know, it makes her question his feelings and whether he, he's being disingenuous. And, and that was like his trigger words. Oh, you know, how dare you call me after I dumped you. And, uh, you know, yeah. it, it just seems, it, it struck me as very, very odd that. So I, I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's an immaturity thing there, but... I don't know. I, I feel like we might be just making excuses for him. That you know, I mean, let's face it, Chris. He, he could find someone. You know, on the outside, I'm sure he has lots of opportunities to find someone. Yeah, yeah. but he's back here. So you know, again, uh, you just can't ignore uh, on the regular seasons, but this one especially, you just can't ignore the career part of it. No, no, I agree. I agree. So, anything else, Dave? Before we wrap it up. No, again, I, uh, we've had a good old fucking moan as we always do, but uh, <laughs> I have yeah. to say, I'm still really enjoying the season. To be honest, I think as the as the hate amplifies, you know, and you get frustrated with these fucking narcissists, you know, the you kind of love it as well. You can't wait to watch the next episode. So, yeah, still really enjoying the season. It has been good. It has been good, to be honest. I didn't think it would be, and it has. Uh, but no, we are going into the last week in a bit. It does finish next Monday on the 29th. So, uh, 29th on the 19th, sorry. So, uh, yeah, that was a quick five weeks, Dave. Maybe not for all of us, but uh, uh, Not that quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, we need to get it out of the way so we can start maths as well. I'm just oh, desperately God. trying to avoid spoilers and everything. So, just trying to keep that one fresh. Yeah, we will catch up, guys. We will. Um, so, big thank you to everyone. If you want to get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast, all the episode links are on there if you're outside the UK. If you do want to use, um, go for a VPN. We have got a NordVPN code on the show notes as well, which will give you a little bit of discount. Uh, if you're again the ITVX player, I mean, to watch it. Uh, but come and join us as well. It's really, really good fun over there. There's a great chat facility. Everyone's in there talking. There's different chat facilities for the different shows that we cover, and everyone just has a good old time, and it's really good stuff. Um, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. So if you do want to support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So the roll call of honour for today, and a big thank you to Sinead, Jesse, Kathleen Sims, Andreas, Nick, Danielle, Kim, Amanda, Larissa, Nicola, Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Maggie, Zoe, Gillian, Keith, Helen, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Susan, Hennessy, Lauren, Lucky Louie Green, and Ken Gustafs. So thank you so much, guys. That list is just unbelievable. Your support, past and present, is so humbling, and it's amazing. So many people uh, support myself and Dave. So really, really good fun. Thank you. It is fantastic. And thank you very much, sir, for 
indulging me, uh, you know, and uh, letting us have this therapy session. <laughs> to talk about these fucking raging narcissists. So, thank you very much, sir. Thanks to all our listeners out there. Thanks to all our supporters. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.